I got a lot of comments about saying, uh, you need to be careful in Philly. People are really mean. People are going to be super... I don't think well, people are mean. They're bruh. just direct. Let's, like, take, you... <laughs> let's take that negative stigma off of being direct. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Almost Cool. I'm over here, and I got good news. Jordan is over there. Actually... This is a stand-in. Um, hello, how are we doing? Oh, nah, I know. On, I know. <laughs> that no. was so weak. That was so much <laughs> less funny than I thought it would be. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Hey, we hit or miss it. You know, we're always hit or miss. Got to stand by it. <laughs> it's okay. It's my day, not yours. Let's do this. It's <laughs> all right. No, what's I'm up, s- buddy. Oh man, uh, what's going on, man? I'm so happy to have you back, dude. Like normality is kicking in. I'm just like, fuck yes, finally. <laughs> Dude, it's it feels really good because I feel like I haven't recorded in like two weeks, and I can't lie. Like after not being, after not doing it for a while, it it feels like I have something missing. Like it's become so routine now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to thank Ben so much for stepping in last week. Like I love that episode. I was really excited that he wanted to do it. Yeah, and same. I think he did an incredible job. And. <laughs> I love I you guys you guys really do have some really good energy. You know, obviously, you know, fucking live together for the better part of a decade. So. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's so it's always so funny too is because I when I listen back on that episode and then I think about our daily reactions with each or our daily interactions with each other, we're right. such a I don't know, we goof off and we give each other so much more shit than we did. Like we toned it back for the pot, you know what I mean? Cuz you're recording, yeah. you're like I yeah. really want to get your thoughts and feelings on certain things so it's a little more serious and I tried yeah. to we tried to like break you know the tension within it, you know, a little bit, but it it came off. I mean, it, it came off great and a little bit more serious. But it was <laughs> we we like it, we like it ended good. the recording and just busted out laughing because we were like, I don't think we've ever had that serious of a conversation <laughs> like for an hour before. It was kind of funny. <laughs> That's um, always how that goes, man. That's always how that goes. Like that first big conversation you have with someone, even someone you've known for years, and you're like, oh my god, like you walk away from it thinking, I didn't know, like they had this much depth to their brain or mm-hmm. I didn't know that I could get to that level with them. It's really nice. It really is for yeah. me anyway. I no, love, no, it really I is. It. It's, um, and that's, I mean, that kind of, it's perfect. Uh, when we're like for the topic we're talking about this week, we're going to be talking about listening and effectively communicating. Um, and I, I think Ben said something last week of, and then you just said it here where we, we were talking for a, the better part of an hour of, and even now, like when, when we're in conversations, no one's really like considering how much you should listen or how much, you know, you should interject and things. So in normal conversations, people interrupt all the time. Mm-hmm. People are trying to get in the joke. Like, you know, it's usually it's lighthearted enough to where, you know, you're when you're listening, you're like doing the bare minimum so you can think about what you want to say and maybe be the funny one. I don't know. Things like right. that. Um, yeah. but, when, but Ben said something. It was like he was like, it's nice to take a back seat. And really listen to what people, yeah, uh, thoughts are, and really like it was. He was he found himself. He told me he found he found himself in the middle of my uh, either rant or what I was saying. He his a thought popped up in his head, and he wanted to say it, but he was he knew it was like a a situation where you oh no I'm gonna wait my turn, mm-hmm. and it's weird to think I'm gonna wait my turn, but really he was like I'm just gonna let Martin finish his thought. 
and like let him really get that out and then respond to that thought specifically yeah. instead of like getting halfway through a thought coming up with an idea and interjecting it and then it throws off that person's mindset and it kind of yeah because I don't know we don't we don't typically struggle with this on the podcast but I mean I've been in several situations I know I'm so guilty of it <laughs> I'll cut you off a lot <laughs> no no but it, it's like it's great because uh, I feel like interrupting in this sense is either for a purpose like some people just interrupt with when you're halfway through a thought and you're just right. and you're like you threw off my groove you know it's like emperor's <laughs> new groove and you throw you want to throw them out the window <laughs> because you're it just messes what your your flow of thinking is or your stream of consciousness and i right. i think when ben highlighted that you let that he let me and vice versa let each other really have that stream of consciousness just flow out and really get right. a full 100% thought out and then respond to it it's nice because when you're not used to that you it feels like you're just waiting like it feels like you're just like on this side just listening and you you may sit there for a few minutes not yeah. saying a single word and but then when you're i know when you walk away you learn so much more from somebody somebody different yeah. and i think i mean i don't know when i whenever we talk too i'm always i always <laughs> you're like halfway through a really good thought or something and i'll think of something and i'm like oh 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 and i'm like no 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 pull it back pull it back let him yeah, finish his thought yeah and um and I think we're all guilty of that to a certain extent of really wanting to say something or having the the need to say something instead of taking the yeah. back seat and listening. So I think it's a really, I think I think we can dive into like our own processes on how at least yeah. I learned a lot about how to listen in the past couple of years, especially. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think you know just to touch on that for a quick second is that for me, I get so excited to to be a part of a conversation that so for me i hate small talk i hate when people are just like wow this weather's just been crazy the last couple of days right <laughs> yeah it's like yeah mark it really has like i don't like, <laughs> yeah mark <laughs> mark it's freaking ooh 70 with a slight overcast beautiful mm-hmm. day beautiful day anyway uh but when I get into a conversation, especially with you, and there's one reason, you know, we've talked about this a million times. I love talking to you because my mind always goes places that it usually doesn't when I talk to most other people. And I I get these thoughts that, one, I've never thought before, and so I can't wait to get your input on it. And I just like, oh, boy, this is a juicy one. This is a juicy one. And I can't lie. It does impede on my ability to listen because now I'm just – super focused on that one specific thought that I don't pick up on the rest of what you're saying. And I think that's really important to do picking up on what you're saying. That is like to let that thought be finished or let the other person finish their sentence or, you know, little argument or whatever, just because you can pick up each little piece that if you just interject in the middle of it, you don't have the full picture and then you're painting a full scenario with whatever your response is that once you get everything kind of gathered together and you're working through it as it happens, and finally it's like, oh, okay, that last thing they said is that one missing piece that I needed for this complete thought. Now I'm going to sound so much smarter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How many times have you been in a conversation and somebody interrupts you and they ask either a question or they have a thought of their own, and then you were like literally about to say that point the next time you like spoke, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You're like, if you would have just like shut up for like 10 more seconds, I would have finished my thought and then we wouldn't have had this interrupting. Like, and then I, 
I don't. I feel like I couldn't get it out, and then now I'm just feeling like I'm regurgitating what you're saying. But I was like, right. you were so I. I think that I'd come, say yeah. <laughs> I'd say I experienced that at least once a week. So <laughs> <laughs> no, it happens all the time. This is it happens thing, all yeah. the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I being locked down and not meeting as many new people it hasn't happened you know that often because i haven't gone out to go meet new people and we've touched on that a million times too but before everything oh man especially drunk sports fans my god look i love talking football with people but like after a certain amount of certain domestic beers that (laughs) you're just (laughs) can't wait to butt in with a stat that has nothing to do with what we're talking about (laughs) yeah like I don't know, like that's kind of a stupid example, but you know, I've I've been in that situation a million times where I'm kind of making a point about something and someone says, "Oh yeah, well what about global warming?" I'm like, "What does that have to do?" <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, like that's out of left field. Like what ha- what does that have to do with, you know, the Jets third down percentage? Absolutely nothing. I you know, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I think and that's it's funny cuz I get I'm with you. I get so excited on joining conversations and being a mm-hmm. part of conversations and being and thinking of jokes and interjecting those jokes to make this conversation yeah. more fun for everybody and and yeah. uh, and that makes me feel good, makes other, you know, I hope it makes other people feel good, but it does that excitement sometimes comes off as rude because I mean and and if I was in this case where someone maybe I wasn't I'm not saying this has to be a serious conversation, just any conversation. And someone right. is just constantly interrupting you, like trying to be funny or like, you know, and you're just like every time it just like it cuts you off in a way where it's rude. Like you, I'm going to perceive it as rude. And I, because this has happened to me too, but then I, yeah, I catch myself of being like, okay, just let it keep happening. Like don't say right. anything. But I do it too because I'm guilty. I will, someone will be in the middle of a thought. I think of something funny. I'm going to interject that thought. And then that person's probably like, dude, I was halfway through my thought. Shut up. Um, yeah. And you, and it's like you're st- like, it's this competition for who is being listened to instead of who is listening, you know? Right. And I think, and I think with that is like I, I I claim it to like three different types. This is really vague and really broad, but three types of listening. Where one mm-hmm. is you're super present, you're listening to everything that person is saying, you you are digesting everything, and then you're going to respond on the complete thoughts that you heard from this person. Mm-hmm. And then uh, which is the best form of listening? That's what people want. That's what everyone needs when when they're talking yeah. through their stuff, like good or bad. Um, but I, like a lot of this is where a lot of mo- like most people fall is like half listening, where they're hearing what you're saying, but they're thinking about the things that they're going to say more and the things that they're the things that they're worried about more, the anxieties in their right. own heads, the the um, how am I going to respond to this person? If especially if it's a serious conversation, you kind of like run through a, how am I going to say this to this person while they're talking? So like you're not yeah, you, it's like you were saying you ca- you you kind of don't catch the end of their thought and you're like oh if i listen maybe i could have responded a little bit better um and i think that's the one we all fall into because we don't have the patience to hear someone out for as long as they need and i think (laughs) and i i know we're all we all get annoyed we're all like sometimes we're all like speed this up i could i can i hear (laughs) what you're saying let's get to the end of this thought i get that like i don't and i get there's an impatience to it but i think sometimes more times than not in this situation if someone's ranting to you and this has happened to me too, uh, where I'll get halfway through a thought, and if you just 
be quiet. Let me sh- like, let me just rant for five minutes. My mind will completely change. Like, it'll be like, I'm so angry about this and I'm going to start <laughs> ranting. I'm going to start ranting. And then halfway through the conversation, you're just listening. Like, you don't say anything. I'm going to be like, well, yeah. uh, I don't know. Maybe that's not a good way to think about it. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. What, what about that? <laughs> and you let me rant on again and I will completely formulate a different idea and just talking through it with you and listening. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know it's a little bit of a selfish thing where you just have to let me talk it out and maybe I'll calm down and get through it. But right. I, it's it's so nice when you have someone who is very, very much a, like a, a parent and very clearly like listening to you. And because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I, I do that all the time is like giving the people and like giving people the ability to talk through it and make their own conclusions. Because if you give them that time, more times than not, I think sometimes they're not going to find the, all the answers or anything, but they'll feel a little bit better about it. Yeah, you know, at 100%. least a little bit more settled. You know, do you yeah. do you do that? Do you rant and then like halfway through your your rant or something like your mind will think of different ideas and maybe you're like, oh, maybe that was different. Or <laughs> yeah, because like when you're just thinking about it solely without actually hearing yourself audibly, you know, it's like. When we talk, we are used to a certain way of speaking, but sometimes that differs to the way we think in our own head. So when I talk, I'll use a word that I haven't thought about in a while just because I think it sounds better compared to everything, like how it flows in the in the sentence I'm making, that it's just like, oh, wait, I didn't even think about this that way. And like, I'll catch myself all the time, just kind of, sec- not so much second guessing, but just kind of taking a little step back and like oh man i didn't okay here's a whole new perspective that i completely was blind to like let me ooh and it's so funny how often it happens when you just as you're talking about it, not just dwelling in it in your own head for so long because then you when you think you think in absolutes right mm-hmm. like you think oh yeah this is complete bullshit but then as you're as you're talking it through you're like oh wait okay i can kind of see how they came to this conclusion or I can kind of see where their, where their mind was mm-hmm. when they were saying that. Like, so yeah, I talk myself out of shit all the time. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, do you usually do that by yourself or is you have, you like to have someone present? Cause it, for me, I like to have someone there, but not say anything. I know that sounds, yeah. I mean, it is a little bit selfish. Um, just to have like rant to someone <laughs> about like you're gonna listen to me, <laughs> but I mean it, it's it's nice because like especially with you, you'll let me rant for five minutes and then I and then we play. Like, All right, you done? All right, let me uh, let me like digest what you were saying. Like here's what I thought, and then it's like okay, these are all new perspectives. All the, and you you don't you at least you get the picture of where my mind is or where it's going, and you can right you know the I'm the per- person there. I'm not expecting them to help. That's not a. That's not an expectation. I lead into those conversations, but I. I know that you're going. That you want the best for me, and that that kind of deal. So you're going to be like, oh, well, yeah. You're going to con- you're going to either counter or validate those, uh, you know, issues, and be like, you know, give me more perspective on it. Whether it's yeah. just listening, and I don't know. It's <laughs> you. Always, you're really good about that. Giving the room for. Uh, Conversation to breathe, man. Conversation to breathe, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that, um, so I think it's a healthy mix of me (laughs) talking to myself because if I'm in the car by myself and I'm stuck at a red light, I'll have a random thought and then I'll have to just kind of just hear myself say it to Mm -hmm. see if it sounds crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. Sometimes I do talk to myself, I can't lie, you know, uh. 
But if I, I do love to have people to talk to, but I'm really picky about who I talk to, even just about hypothetical things. Like, because I know if someone is just going to take something at face value and not look deeper into it or not think about other perspectives, only their own, then I'm going to shy away from wanting to talk about maybe controversial stuff because, you know, I, I don't want to be deemed as, you know, a piece of shit for having a thought that I might not even really believe, just something that came across in the old, in the old brain organ up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I have a few people. I have you, I have Allison, um, that actually like that idea of hearing a controversial idea to see if it has any grounds or to see, okay, like, how do you think this could be interpreted? You know, how would I see this situation? How would you see the situation? So it's fun to bounce around ideas and just, mm-hmm. who knows, maybe you come to a whole new conclusion that you couldn't get to by yourself. And that happens a lot of the time too, you know? <laughs> I, I think on the polar opposite of that spectrum yeah, is where I struggle the most and where I will think... I, I th- at least I think it is the opposite in the spectrum. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not being open minded and like hearing what people have to say and maybe you know giving my own opinion on it. It's like when people are so stronghold on their own like perspective and mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, that whenever you talk to them on a about a personal issue and it may be controversial depending on who you're talking right. to. And they are so gung-ho that they're not open-minded enough to really talk it through with you. And they always deem what you're saying as a personal attack. And that's yeah. what I... And I, when you're listening to someone vent about their situation, especially if it's about you. Like, if I came to you and I had an issue with you specifically, the mm-hmm. way I communicate that would be very clear. But the way the way I want you to listen is not from a place of putting yourself in the defensive mode and, like, going to justify everything and like to i know we talked a little bit about that um in previous episodes but like people put this lens on that they feel like they're being attacked or like once they feel like they're being attacked they'll put the lenses on and they won't hear anything that you're saying and they'll stop listening because all that stuff doesn't really matter anymore because of the intention that you think that you had in that moment and i think i struggle that with the most because when like we i mean be having roommates uh and you know having a you know multiple people in my life that are just always in and out i i kind of i'm i learned how to really effectively communicate my thoughts and feelings of how to mm-hmm. not make it so, like so personal for somebody but sometimes you have an issue where you need to bring up like a problem that you have with somebody to them and then right. they just respond in a way where you're just you know oh well you think you walk on water and you're like you're fucking holier than now and i'm like no i'm not attacking you man like i'm just trying to break up a scenario and then that you know they just cut off all ears like they're just like nope i don't want that and i think that's the that you know just the total opposite of like uh, when someone does that to me i don't know how to communicate uh that i'm not trying to attack them or i'm not trying to yeah but i i'm i deserve a life of comfort and if if something's make me uncomfortable i have the right to say it and i have every right to like express it so it's i don't like effective communication is also like a huge part in this because just as much as i really think we should drill home listening to people i also think effectively communicating is i mean even more so i think because Mm -hmm. you can 
like listening to people helps, but it doesn't really give input or it's not like really yeah. progressing anything. It's more of just like taking a back seat and right. Um, and it just and this is all depending on the way you seek um, help and that kind of thing. But I, I mean, have you? I mean, over the years, I mean, have you beat had a situation where you be, beat around in the bush or beat it <laughs> around the bush? Beat it around yeah. the bush. Beat it around the bush. I don't know how to <laughs> You know what I'm fucking... A yeah, situation yeah, yeah. where you beat around the bush and you don't effectively communicate and things get misconstrued. So then, like, later, someone that was actually listening to you interprets it, interprets it wrong. And mm-hmm. so then you're like, oh, well, you listen very well, but I didn't effectively communicate, communicate. what I was feeling. So now yeah. it's getting misconstrued. And that's on me. That's not on the person listening, you know? I think... <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? That's how rumors get started, I feel like, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I think that... Well, first, 100% yes, that has happened to me, where I've had roommates or friends who, you know, they did something to make me feel uncomfortable. They did something to, you know, that just didn't vibe with me. And I was so... And I'm not saying that I'm very confrontational now, but I was so indirect about bringing these feelings up because I was so nervous about, you know, I, I've told you before that I had this undying need for people to like me that um, I didn't want to ruin that. Ch- I didn't want to, you know, bring the chance up that I could lose this person as a friend or that. So I would just be like, Oh yeah. You know, like something about this. I don't know what it is. You know, it's just kind of, I've heard, I've heard it's making some people uncomfortable. I don't know who, but you know, just kind of be on the lookout. Whereas now it's more a direct thing where if something physically or emotionally affects me directly now, it's just, Hey man, I need to tell you, look, I love you to death. Don't take this the wrong way this is screwing with me. I kind of want to get away from that. If you have something that you want to talk about, please let's talk about it now mm-hmm. before this becomes an ongoing issue. Cool. Love you. You know, it's just reinforcing that, Hey, I'm not trying to attack you for, you know, this one thing you're doing wrong. I mean, maybe it's not even a wrong thing. It's just something that annoys me. Like, I don't want to burn a bridge with a person and just make them feel like I'm going after them. So, like, (laughs) God, I'm having such a, oh, I'm hitting a wall right now. But, like, just verbally anyway. But, like, I want to reinforce the fact that I care about them and I love them. And, you know, they're important to me. Mm -hmm. And I want them to stay important to me. So, please cut this out before you're not important (laughs) to me anymore. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I think that kind of what you were talking about earlier as well with like the different types of listening i think that there's a whole subsection else of you know you're not listening at all you're just kind of hearing you know mm, like you're hearing absolutely. me ta- you're hearing me talk but it's just it's you acknowledging that you know just the physical sounds that you're hearing you know if i hear a dog barking i'm like oh that's a dog barking and then I don't really take into account what that could mean. Mm-hmm. Whereas listening is, like you were saying, trying to digest and interpret and understand what those sounds are. Some people just, they just hear you. They don't actually listen to you. And that can cause a whole other world of problems mm-hmm. because then they take everything as a personal attack. Yeah. Because they're not trying to see the underlying, you know, 
yeah like, they're looking at all where your perspective is coming from conversation yeah, yeah exactly exactly and so if you say something and it just comes off at face value then you know if you do zero looking into it can sound like the most horrible thing you've ever heard <laughs> yeah but if you just take a second to be like why did they like what does that mean why did they say that oh okay that makes sense like a lot i don't think a lot of people actually practice that active listening that's required for good communication mm-hmm. and you know i'm guilty of this too i'm not oh, trying yeah. to say that i'm oh, a yeah. saint but it's something that i have had to work on i'm sure you've had you know you said yourself this last couple of years this is something you've been working on heavy that being active in how you're listening to people and in real time trying to decipher and understand what they're saying not just being like okay everything you say is completely literal that's wrong you're wrong go to hell i hate you i never want to see you again mm-hmm. you know what i'm you know what yeah I mean? no absolutely that's it and that i mean that kind of just clarifies to me that we're learning how um i don't know like the difference between being disrespected by someone and mm-hmm. feeling disrespected because i yeah. i think like when yeah when someone and and th- this goes into like if you were saying and i'm getting upset about what you're saying but i'm listening to you um and this goes back to the personal attack thing maybe a, maybe we have an issue with each other and you come up to me and say something, and I don't, I'm just kind of, like, you're like, Martin, fucking do your dishes. Something like that. Like, really yeah. aggressively, maybe I'm like, uh, maybe, uh, but I don't know. Like, some people would be like, oh, that's disrespectful, which you use for right. like, profanity and liberal language to get your point across. Maybe that is, but at the same time, you, maybe you've told me ten times, or maybe, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah. you know, it's a, something where it's like, okay, well, I'm actually the one disrespecting him in this situation because... Yeah. He told me 10 times before I did that, and then maybe, and then, but now I'm, you know, coming from this perspective, I'm like, well, he used bad words against me. Like, how disrespectful. (laughs) But, you know, maybe, like, but for that, it's just like, man, like, learn your triggers, and maybe your trigger, like, somebody says something, especially when you're listening, because... When you're listening to someone rant about something, maybe like those those emotions are going to be exaggerated. Those emotions are going to be heightened, especially mm-hmm. if those feelings are happening in the now. Like right. when I'm angry, I'm gonna, you know, exaggerate a situation on why that's making me angry or my perspective. I'm just gonna feel a lot more than you know twenty yeah. minutes from now on that situation. So uh, I don't like taking that consideration. Um, people might say some disrespectful things. Depending on the situation, but I I never take it as like a a personal offense unless it like absolutely gets one hundred percent personal. Like when there are yeah. certain, if someone brings up a scenario that happened in your past and they hold it against you or something God. like that. Yeah, things like that. Where if if and that's the way of communicating Jeez. that's not effective because I get so angry and people fucking do that. Where I have made a mistake in my life, such as I have explained this before too, where I've cheated on uh, my girlfriend in college, and I I hate that so much. I hate that on myself. Mm-hmm. I've like learned uh, tremendous amounts through that process, and 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 I get it. If people ha- if people want to judge me for that, that's okay. If like because they're always you know I get the comments. Once a cheater, always a cheater, and I get that. Like I I totally like I'm. You have your right to your perspective on life, especially if you've been cheated on. I understand where those trust issues right. come from. Um, but I've been in situations where someone has gotten cheated on, and I and the person that they come to, and mm-hmm. then I don't say something that's very appropriate in the sense of uh, 
comforting. Maybe I countered what they were doing or like the perspectives that they had. And then they yeah. used, oh, well, you're a fucking cheater. Like you got, you don't like your, your opinion doesn't even matter anymore. And I'm like, well, that, well, then why are you coming to me? Like there's, you're just, you completely invalidated every part of my perspective just on my right. past experiences. Right. And dude, and I can't effectively communicate that way with you because you have this filter on me about like this, this, the way you perceive me, which is like I said, that's, that's on, on me. That's all on you, the way you perceive me. And like, but, uh, I don't know the way I can effectively communicate through that is just taking those comments that people say such as that, that are like one of my triggers, like using my past against me is mm-hmm. a trigger of mine. But I know it's a trigger of mine, and I catch myself in situations when people do that to like be like, okay, emotions are high right now. Mm-hmm. I felt disrespected, but I don't believe I was actually disrespected. Because from right. that person's perspective, it might have been true. Like they're like, no, you're a cheater. Like, are you, you, were, a, you were a cheater, as in like, you know, using something yeah. to validate their, their expressions and the way they're feeling. It's a trigger of mine. But I don't think I was disrespected, but I felt it. So I just, I, I don't know, like Dude. learning to hold your tongue and it's like a, it's like, but I don't know, that, that area gets great for me because it's like, when, do, when is the like line where I'm can like back up myself, you know, like when's the like, right. where, cause when you're listening to someone, putting yourself as the spotlight is like the absolute wrong thing to do, right? You're listening. The person that's in the spotlight is the one that's telling you. So anytime you reverse it. It's like, uh, I don't want to put the light on me. It's not about me. So say what yeah. you need to say. And then if it does come up to to where I think I do need to justify this for your own perspective's sake, then I will. You know, mm-hmm. if that if this is kind of making sense. But Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. You know, little little tangent, little side note. I I think it's so crazy that we live in a society where um we all want change for the good. But we don't believe, you know, as an entire unit, that change is possible. Like, when one person does one thing, that's who they are forever. Once a cheater, always a cheater. That absolute damnation of a person. Mm-hmm. There is no room for growth or no room for um, trying to better yourself and learn from your mistakes. And we cut people off so fast that... It's no wonder we don't get any change, you know, anywhere in the world. But that's mm-hmm. that's for another time. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, but with that, I mean, it's like when you have you when you have that perspective of like once a cheater, always a cheater, and that person can't change. I mean, you're you're I don't know. You're like just the pet per- I have you're you're ending that person's growth for them. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like, you're I, saying you have <laughs> no right to do anything anymore because you made one mistake in your life. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, it kind of, when I think of like my own self-progression, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I I don't, uh, I, I, I cut out lying in my life, and I cut out, um, like, irrational feelings that I've had, and, like, anxieties, you know, I'm still working on those, but, I mean, when I, when I think about that progress, and someone's like, nah, that motherfucker's a cheater, he was always a cheater, it kinda, I mean, like, even if it doesn't correlate, like if I'm struggling right. with anxiety, but I still have that comment in my head, I'm like, well, does it even fucking matter? Because like these people, I'm not proving myself to people, but if people in my life are saying, nah, like he's, he is that way, then me talking about me, me growing as a person or like those conversations that are needed for someone's self-growth, it's just invalidated. Like it's, it's like, oh, you know, you're, you're a cheater, man. Like you have no room to even talk about self-growth. And I was like, whoa, yeah. I mean, I've. 
on the opposite that's, end of this. That's the definition that's of like, self-growth. <laughs> I was like, on the other end, I'm like, yes, that's like why I'm telling you. Like, I've that's fucked up it. terribly. Like, let's do this. I'm trying to actively communicate this, but you're God. invalidating it just because you feel this, I don't know. And like, that goes back to the whole respect level, um, whether or not yeah. you respect to people that Wonder. you're listening to. But uh, Sorry, I'm getting like a little sidetracked. My One of the producers is in here. Uh-oh. What's up, Toulouse? Oh, what's up, Toulouse? <laughs> How you doing, buddy? What's up, all you cats and kittens? How y'all doing? Please meow. Get, get the hell over there. <laughs> He's I, a meower, too. He'll talk. He'll cry. Um, but, yeah, it's that respect level of... You never know. Like, we think... We wonder why people do the things they do and behave the way they behave. It's because people hold them at such a low regard and with such little respect as a human that this is how they, you know, this is their way of either making a point because no one will ever listen to them. This is a way for them to get that spotlight because no one will ever give it to them, Mm -hmm. you know? It's that we don't take the time to actually hear what people are going through and care enough to... to, You don't even have to talk it through with them. As long as you're just listening to what they're saying and, you know, put in a couple of points along the way to further that, that thought process, that does so much good for people. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, absolutely. Like, I would not be the person I am today if I didn't have this, you know, those few people who actually wanted to hear what was bothering me. And not so much like, oh, Jordan, I can't wait to hear what's fucking you up. Like, <laughs> no, it's not that. But it's just like, dude... What's wrong? Let's, you know, let's help. You know, let's help you through this, man. Because then I'd just be dwelling in my own pity and just self-destruction and uh, who knows the person I could be. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I didn't have those people who actually gave the respect to me to listen and hear me out about my perspectives. Yeah. And then the people that are closest to you are the ones that are going to see that change and especially because mm-hmm. i'm someone you can listen to me all day but i want you to judge me based on my actions so right 100%. whenever i whenever i say listen also listening can be visual too like observing mm-hmm. like i i mean observing is just like the equivalent to listening but with your eyes like right it's yeah but so for me if i'm telling you a bunch of stuff listen to what i'm saying and then you can either validate that or, you know, debunk it through my actions. Like, tell me what you said isn't right because you're not doing that, what you said. Or, right. you know, I, hold me against, hold me in the standard of what I, what I say about what I'm doing. Like, if I say I'm going to move, like, I moved to Philly. I told a lot of people I was moving to Philly, and then I did it. But it's kind of like the situation where, like, and this goes, this is just an example, but if you're telling everyone one thing and then you end up not doing it, I mean, that invalidates you. It's like, a, a, and it's, I don't know, it kind of gets, draws people not to listen to you anymore. So on the opposite mm-hmm. end of the spectrum, if you are someone who's <laughs> like going forward and you're learning and you're progressing as a person and you want people to listen to you and then people see that through you, that's amazing. But also yeah. don't, don't like get people's attention and then tell them a bunch of bu- bullshit that, right. that whenever they, whenever you leave that situation, whatever you just said doesn't matter anymore. And it's not in your head like that. Make it authentic. Don't, you know, if you're going to say something, do something, especially if it's in, within self-growth, because 
I, to this day, like when I said I'm not going to cheat on anyone, I know like that I was wrong and why those things are the way they are and like the, the emotions that they bring mm-hmm. and there, all this influx of um, these uh, or the the tools I was able to use to like not do it again. It's like, and I told myself, I'm not going to do it again. And I've had relationships after this, and guess what? I'm not doing it because it's based on my yeah. actions. I've learned from my, like why that's a terrible thing to do, and like the, all these. Yeah. So, but if I was to continue on being unfa- like unfaithful to like my relationships, and uh, then I would I would hope everyone would start saying, "Hey, that cheater is always a cheater," because you're not learning from growth, and that's yeah. I, so with that, listening is also observing. So like listening goes beyond the conversation, which is kind of cool. I think a uh, yeah, you can say all you want, but it's what you do that really matters. You know, it's like it's it's the thing about uh, um, well, you know, you you have some I have some real fucked up thoughts sometimes, but I won't say them out loud or do them. You know, it's like it's this this what do you, what do you call that? When, you know, it's like I will when you I, this is an extreme. I don't think I've ever vividly uh, thought about this, but like let's say I vividly think about killing someone, but I'm not going to do it, right? Like you just did. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're fucking right. Uh, now I'm on the FBI most wanted list uh, or watch list. Uh, it's just the thing. I don't know. It's uh, people have some. That's why when you're listening, people just have some crazy ideas that they're gonna throw at you and like I don't know, just be so off the wall sometimes. But it's just yeah. because like what you say and the thoughts that you have versus the actions that you take in your life are gonna be completely different. Like your actions are gonna be based in rationality most of the time if you've talked about them. You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. I I have to communicate my irrational thoughts and feelings to somebody so I can actually effectively uh, handle the situation rationally on my own, maybe. I think right. that's a great way to kind of look at that. Um, like, let me talk about how mad I am and, like, why that frustrates me and, like, all these kind of reasons that are, like, vague but don't really matter. But then, like, okay, what was the root of that problem? Like, let me get all yeah. these... And I think uh, I learned how to really communicate um, through having romantic interests and dating and that kind of deal in my life. Ooh, I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, dating womp, puts, womp, puts womp, a womp. fucking spotlight on your transparency, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> God, this thunder's I, going nuts out here. Sorry. <laughs> no, especially, I mean, dating at this age too, it's, we're, I'm so, I'm, I don't know how to describe this. I, <laughs> I don't want to say this, but. I'm just say it. extremely blunt, and I don't. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean I just I just tell you how it is. I tell you what I want. I tell you my intentions, and I don't want that to come off as disrespectful. But so, I mean, sometimes it does to certain people. Yeah. And this is kind of the way I was, you know. If uh, but also it works in my favor too because I I <laughs> one summer back a couple years ago I was. Going on, I was going on dates here and there, and I was claimed to be a nice guy. Like, everybody were like, You're being too nice. All my friends were just being like, You're too Mine nice. You're so too nice. nice. You're too nice. And then I started working and I met some people, and I don't mix business with pleasure in any means. So, these, I like brought my Tinder dates. Like, you know, I brought my phone up and I was like, Hey, I'm on Tinder. Like, what do you think about these people? And I got, <laughs> I'm not going to say coached, but these <laughs> girls that were in the restaurant were like, No, what? Like they were reading through some of the conversations I was having. And like, no, 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 no. Why'd you say that? Yeah. Why you need to be more direct? Like, this is what they want. This is like what people are looking for. This is blah blah blah. And in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm a paint a picture of like if I am someone whose intention is just physical, like physical intimacy, and I want to communicate that, just say it. 
And I, yeah. and I, I thought that was disrespectful to just say it simply. I, I didn't want to be that forward because I thought it was disrespectful. But as soon as I was like, hey, I'm not into dating. I just want you to come over, hang out. Maybe we'll get up to some stuff and then, you know, we'll, we'll part ways. And that's pretty much all this part is. Way. Like I, as soon as I was that forward, people were yeah. like, yes, like absolutely. Thank you for being so forward, blah, 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 blah. And like my whole perspective on how this whole shit worked just changed. Ooh, and I was yeah. like, what? Dude, that's like – that's like the uh, all the Crystalia stuff going on right now. Mm. That's exactly what that is. I mean, did yes. you did I you did see his yeah. uh, did you see his like apology video that he made? <laughs> I did see his apology video. You know, I I honestly I thought that apology was it wasn't as bullshit as a lot of other celebrity apologies. And you know, to a point, I understand where he's coming from. And <laughs> it's just like when does being as forward like that become a problem exactly yeah and like because then you're just kind of i only want you for this Mm -hmm. i don't want anything else but you know on the other side of the argument it's like they said yeah that's all i want too i don't want anything else it's Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of a gray area. Uh, just a little, just a little bubble that. No, yeah, up, it's like... <laughs> an exact. No, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I mean the way I, the way, and you could tell me if this is <laughs> terrible or like your perspective on it, but um, I know all. Yeah, you're right. It's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I started thinking about like uh, it's just that it goes back to that cliche phrase: treat people how you want to be treated. And if your yeah. intention is for physical intimacy. And I want and I want you to be up forward about that because I don't want you to waste my time. And when I yeah. say waste my time, if that's all you're looking for, then we don't need to spend a whole week getting to know each other and like me like actively like telling you things about my life and my personal details to mm-hmm. get you to this position of physical intimacy. That's like if I'm doing that, I want it's because I genuinely enjoy your presence and I want to spend mm-hmm. that time with you. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, I, when I, like, going back to the treat people the way you want to be treated, if that's what you're looking for, just be forward. And if I want that, then I'm going to do that to people. Because then if, as soon as you start doing that to people, they're going to be even more blunt to you, like, yeah. just inherently. And so, I mean, moving to Philly has been such a funny aspect of, like, playing this role of being forward. Because no one knows me here, absolutely no one. So I get to, like, I'm not going to say start over, but I get to implement things to people that I wouldn't normally implement, like being that direct. And I'm not, and I haven't been exploring uh, my physical intimacy in like relationships here yet or anything like that, but it just um, like working with people (laughs) and something's like wrong or something's up like messed up or something. I just blatantly saying it and being the most forward person I possibly could be because in my head, I'm like, I'm going to come off as an asshole. But a lot of people surprised, like surprised me and being like, Oh, all these assumptions I've made of being direct like, yes, it does, uh, to an point, probably comes off as being an asshole, but people love it. People love yeah. how direct it is. And people yeah. are that way here in Philly just in general. I've learned that. Just, like, if you walk up to a street, there is never a conversation about the fucking weather. That is, it's awesome. Boy, <laughs> no marks in Philly, boy. No small talk. No small talk in Philly. And I think that's great. People are so, Sorry, they get to the point, they want to get in and out and, like, doing what they're doing. And yeah. 
And it's it's crazy. Like people, I mean, working in that flower shop, people just came in and they were like, "Hey, how's your mama doing?" And like they didn't even know him. Like it was just like it was just straight to the point. Like, why are you worried about that? Give me my flowers. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just so friendly. I mean, it's friendly, but it's direct. I don't know how to right. describe it in the, unless you really experience that. Like a lot of people yeah. were like, "Oh." I got a lot of comments about saying, uh, you need to be careful in Philly. People are really mean. People are going to be super... I don't think well, people are mean. They're bruh, just direct. I'm let's like, take, <laughs> let's take that negative stigma off of being direct, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly, because I think there's so many negative stigmas on so many different things. But being direct, bro, that's what people want. That's what people always say, is that just be forward with me. Just be... <laughs> just tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> And then when you do, why are you so mean? You couldn't have, you couldn't have softened it a little bit. I'm like, no, what? what? That's that's not being direct. That's, that's not. veering off and then getting there eventually. That's what that is. Like, you want to know something? I'll tell you what you want precisely to hear. Precisely. If you if you don't want to hear it, don't ask. Like, you know. <laughs> Precisely. And that, I mean, ask. people, it's funny how it's like the hypocrisy that comes into play God, when it comes so to being direct. Annoying. Oh, man. It's so annoying. It's a, uh, yeah, because, but I, I mean, I don't know. I've had great experiences with that. And I've also had the experience where someone felt like I was being disrespectful or being an asshole mm-hmm. due to my directness. Um, and I, I, I take that into consideration, but Honestly, I didn't know the person that I was being like that deemed me as an asshole for how yeah. direct. So I don't know the connotation on like you know like when you know someone really well, you gear you you can be direct and also in a way where it kind of beats around the bush just because you're trying to save face for someone that you really know and what you don't want someone yeah. to get super upset. So maybe you draw it back on how you would say it to someone random, right? Because you know mm-hmm. how they're going to react and you know the way they need to hear this, right? Right. Um, but with people I don't know, if you're taking my directness as a disrespectful, I don't know you. I don't know how to communicate with you. So yeah, me being honest exactly. and direct is just the right thing to do. Bro, that's the most responsible. Dude, that is such, I didn't even think about that. That's such a good like, that's such a good point. Such a good idea. Right? I was like, yeah, I, mean, I like, fucking love <laughs> it. Because then, then if you're taking my directness, uh, I mean, I don't want to even progress this conversation further because I'm the I'm an anxious type. I'm anxious as fuck. So if I need if I'm am feeling some way about like the way you're reacting or the way you're yeah. acting about something, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna be up forward and be like, what the fuck is up with this? I don't like this. And this made me uncomfortable. And then you can tell me, hey, this is just who I am or like you know, you can give me the Dude. reasons and like per, you know, give me the reasons of uh not to save face, but to Make my perspective just, change or, like, yeah. you know, make it a little bit more comfortable for both of us. But don't take uh, <laughs> me being like, hey, I don't like that as a way of attacking you. Or just, I'm just the anxious type. Um, and this goes back to relationships. I know I'm fucking ranting right now, but sorry. Like, it goes <laughs> back good, to dude, relationships. You're if, you're, if you're just beating around the bush and you're, like, hanging out a few times and you're, and you're, not, being, you're not being as transparent as you should be and you're just beating around the bush, it, it just hurts everybody because now you deemed someone wasting somebody's time. I'm just – I didn't say what I really initially wanted to say, and it took me a week to yeah. get there when it could have took 10 seconds. And it's yeah. just – it's on both sides of just like I'm an anxious type. So if you're – if I'm feeling any discomfort, any ambiguousness, any uh, things are up in the air, I'm going to ask because I need to settle myself down because then I'll just think about it constantly and constantly and constantly. Yeah. And then I'll make up my own assumptions which because when you have anxiety, that's what you do. You make up assumptions based on other people's actions, and 
uh, and then I'll just I'll make up a whole scenario of why this thing happened instead of you just saying, "Hey, this is why it happened," or like me asking yeah. a question to clear up why that happened. It could have saved right. this whole detrimental like <laughs> mental stability like or mental like breakdown that I just had because I'm yeah. so anxious. That's oh my gosh. So I could run around Dude. in circles about just like <laughs> Dude, okay, so I had this coworker one time who when I first started working at this place, everyone said, oh, look out for him. He's such an asshole. Like, he's really rude. He's really mean. He's re- Bruh, what this guy does is just he tells you what needs to be done. He's like, hey, I need this over there within 20 minutes. Go do it. He's good at his job. He knows that that is your job, and he wants you to do your job so everything else runs smoothly. Because if he's not asking you to do something, he's very, very direct. Very direct. But if he's just talking to you, he's a wonderful guy. But people look at him as being a, a shithead, being an <laughs> asshole, because he tells them to do their job that they're getting paid for. <laughs> you do your job. You're mean. <laughs> he's like, look, we're going to get a bonus if we get this project done. I want that bonus. You want that bonus. Let's work and get that bonus. Mm-hmm. Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, if he's, if, oh my God, he's a nice guy. He gets such this bad, you know, rep for being a tool and being a douchebag that like, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, he's just asking you yep. <laughs> to do what you're here for anyway. <laughs> Yo, can I ask you a question? Would you, yeah, of course. Would you sacrifice the perception of yourself of being a nice guy and like very comforting to uh, and not in 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 this scenario you're not being you're not effectively communicating so you people think that you're kind of passive a kind of a pushover but a nice a really nice guy like no one's going to mm-hmm. disrespect you in any way uh but would you sacrifice that perceptive or that that perception of yourself um to be the really direct asshole you know what <laughs> i mean because some people like he's getting that rep and outside of that restaurant i'm sure his family and friends are just like yeah if he's a normal guy and he's just doing what he, you know, like his daily life, right. he's a nice guy. I'm sure he doesn't sacrifice that leaving the restaurant. But when he goes to work, he's probably, he's sacrificing the perception of people saying he's a nice guy to be an asshole to get things done. And to be an yeah. asshole in quotation marks, I don't think that that, you know, getting that your job done is yeah, not, I, I agree with you, it's not being an asshole, just being deep. direct. Yeah. Would, you, would you sacrifice that perception? Because I definitely would. If people thought I was just an asshole just because of how direct I was, I, I mean, and I don't know, it's Ooh. like a... I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty direct now and still maintain this, like, kind of, look, I'll tell you what you need to oh, do. Oh, yeah, yeah, but... but oh, but yeah, I, I think I would, because okay. then if you're not direct and people are running around like chickens with their head cut off and don't know what to do, and you're just like, well, maybe you should go over here and possibly do that, you're not giving a clear answer of guidance, then... Mm-hmm. Then it's just all chaos, and then there's more problems that get you more frustrated when all you had to say was, yeah, just put that over there. (laughs) (laughs) Save the whole building from burning down, you know? (laughs) Yes, precisely. God. Good (laughs) Lord. Oh, man. I'd take that. That's no problem with me. That's fine. I mean, okay, when in when did your when in your life Nowadays. did you become like super like learn that that being super direct was the, was there a pivotal moment in a com- or a conversation that you were like, "Okay, I got to be up forward about this and just let it out." And then you were direct and it went the way you wanted to or did was it a gradual change, you think? Um, breaking up with my high school girlfriend before college. Okay. I think because I knew that I wanted to break up with her simply because like 
I'm 18. I'm moving to this whole new place. I'm meeting all these new people. I don't want to have, you know, even the slightest ounce of feeling tempted. I just want to be able to meet the people I want to meet. Mm -hmm. And so, don't get me wrong. I love this person. Or I really like this person. I don't think I love them. But, like, I like them. And I told them straight up. I was like, don't get me wrong. I battled with it for a couple weeks. Like, oh, God, how do I do it? Naturally, yeah. How do I do it? And I kind of, like, beat around the bush with it a little bit. And then that just made things so much, oh, wow, so much more painful. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, why did you... Because, you know, what's that, uh, I would rather cut my finger off with, like, a really sharp knife and just have it done in one slice than with a butter knife. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. have it just sawed off just, and hurt yeah. for, you know, excruciating pain over and over again. That I just had to bite the bullet and be like, hey, I like you. Don't take this the wrong way. Nothing against you. I'm just, I don't see this working out long term. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. You know, like let's yeah. yeah, let's be friends maybe if you want to. Yeah, we weren't friends, but you know that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but having to be, I had to step up to being direct and mm-hmm. clearly communicating what I was thinking. Because if I just said I want to break up with you, well, why? Oh, I don't know. What does that mean? Like, do you yeah, want you... me to say I don't know when I'm breaking up with you? <laughs> like. I know I don't want to hear that. Just be like, why are you breaking up with me? I don't know. That makes me feel so much worse. <laughs> yeah. And like it's so funny cuz it makes me feel so much worse. When you're younger like that, it's so it's when to be that direct takes so much courage and you're per, you know, the way people think of you is so it's it's so dependent on who you are as a person. Yeah. And it's so funny. I I mean I had a switch in college too or I mean honestly it was it was the summer of 2020 to be honest like the kind of flip i'm talking about with being mm-hmm. overly an asshole not uh, like an asshole but you know what i mean just being direct maybe an A-hole asshole sometimes. maybe i know uh, i'm an I, I really like people i'm not trying to <laughs> trying to disrespect anybody out there um but it's it's so funny because get, getting back to a little bit of the listening thing i can't listen like there's certain things i just can't listen to and I think me being direct on why I can't listen to those to people, I think, I mean, you have to, if you honestly don't, <laughs> sorry, this is going to segue into this where um, it's kind of leaving people in the ambiguous. I don't know. Like if, but it's, if I can't listen to it. Yeah. It's like, if I can't listen to a certain subject and for me, it's anything to do with love and like problems and relationships that deal mm-hmm. with romantic and intimacy and emotional or physical doesn't matter. Um, because I like last summer, my my breakup has just made my heart stone fucking cold. And I just anytime I hear any relationship issue, I'm selfishly like, ha, sucks to suck. Like I'm just I'm actually kind of happy you're having those, and it's terrible. Like that's all on the inside, but it's like, uh, but I'm just like, and of course, of course, if anyone was having, yeah. a boat, I just, but I I really can't right now, and I'm so sorry. Like if you. I would. I love you to death, Jordan. I'm gonna be real with you. If you and Allison were having some kind of relationship issue, I'm 100% here to hear you out. I love you to death, and if that's gonna make you feel better, I'm considerate enough for that. But I'm gonna let you up. No forward. I will not like hearing it, and I do not want it. <laughs> okay. I love it, and I hear it for you at least right now, because obviously yeah. that whole situation has left me. You know, my huge breakup has left me stone cold. And then when someone's talking about love, it scares me because I'm just like. 
like the problems that they are facing. Now I'm playing the comparison game where like you, you know nothing about being hurt in love and blah blah blah. And I'm like putting myself on this pedestal, and I'm like, you haven't been hurt enough. (laughs) And I'm like, that's a terrible way. So I would much rather instead of having those negative thoughts to myself and like then perceiving that you know like perceiving this person's problems as stupid or irrelevant mm-hmm. or anything like that. I'm just going to save face and just tell you up forward, hey, I can't listen to that. I'm sorry. I may come off as being an asshole, but I just can't because I'm not going to be the person that – or and I'm not saying to tell you what you want to hear, but I'm going to be pretty much like on the opposite end of the spectrum of love. You know what I, I, think I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's actually very considerate of you to be like, look, I am in no way <laughs> in this mindset or <laughs> – emotionally available for these types of problems. I want you Thank to get you. the help and advice that you need, and that ain't going to come from me. It ain't I'm sorry. From me. About that it, certain issue. About that yeah. certain thing. There's something else. Fighting with your parents? Dude, all ears. Mm-hmm. Let's go. But, yeah, go talk to you know your buddy down the street yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. and, I, totally and I, used, that. I used to think that having that mentality about certain things, I was scared of FOMO. I was like, oh, my friends are talking about they're becoming better friends with each other because they're talking about those issues with each mm-hmm. other. And so I would entertain those situations when they came up, even if I didn't want them to. But then it just yeah. it just led to me being like, you know, in my own head being like, oh, why do I, why am I even listening to this? I'm annoyed that I'm listening to this. I'm like, yeah, I'm not the person. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it cuts my, you know, listening. I'm just blank. Like, I'm like, oh, like, I'm just like, you, you don't know I, anything. You don't blah, blah. And that's, I mean, that's all selfish yeah. and like comes back to me. I understand. Uh, is that I, selfish though? It is a little bit. Uh, like playing the comparison game specifically, like when someone's talking about love, and I go, oh, well, you didn't go through what I went through. Like, that is being 100% disrespectful. Oh, yeah. yeah because, like, yeah. people's perceptions and, the and like, the amount that something affects people is all different. So, like, what I went through, someone else is not going to go through that same experience. But that it, someone may still have the same feeling um, or, like, feel the level of feeling that I felt with a different yeah. issue just for, like, a diff- you know, different stuff. So uh, it's yeah. it's a little bit of selfish that way. But... I don't think it's selfish to tell people like, "Hey, I can't listen to that." Um, but I there's because but the 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 reasoning behind my thing, I think it's a little selfish. I think if I was just like, yeah, maybe if I didn't put love, like maybe if I was uh, what are you asexual or something? I just mm-hmm. didn't care about love in that way. Then maybe it wouldn't be it wouldn't be because it's like, oh, well, I don't care about that. Like I, it's hard to talk to someone that just does, generally has no perception or doesn't care about that but yeah it scares me when people put love as their first priority and like their relationship problems are the biggest thing that they're going through and i don't mean that in in the sense of like obviously if you're in a committed relationship that is a huge part of your life and if there's a problem in that handle it i'm just talking about people who are having relationship problems but not in a relationship (laughs) <laughs> like they're just dating no, around yeah. and they're having all this drama and all this stuff with people in their life, uh, you know, romantic. I'm just like, why God. is love your first priority? I can't, I can't like, you, you know, you have a job, you have family, you have friends, you have that a passion, dog, pa- a, yeah. dog a cat, a passion project. You have all these other things in your life, you know, but you're like putting this huge priority. And then again, it goes back to me. Being so I just can't listen to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I get that. I, but what I was saying by selfish, I mean, I don't think it's selfish at all to be, like, I oh, I don't think it's selfish to say, I don't want to hear this because I can't really sympathize with you on this. I do think it's selfish if 
you say, okay, yeah, let's talk about it. And you're so mentally checked out and you're not listening to anything they say. And they're spilling their guts out to someone who actually doesn't want to hear anything that they're saying. Mm-hmm. I think that's selfish because Ooh. then, because then you're not, you know, you're not taking their needs into consideration and you're looking out for yourself solely by um, just, it comes in one ear, goes out the other. You're just, you know, throwing it out as soon as it comes in. There is no, you know, this whole interaction, this whole me talking to you about this was to get either your input or to get some level of understanding of how I'm feeling. And if you accept that, if you accept the terms of that conversation, and then you just say, I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> <laughs> Then it's just a waste of time for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. You know, you are looking out for yourself by saying, yeah, I'll sit here and listen and just, you know, have Willie Nelson playing in your head, you know, while they're talking. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, not not giving any sort of <laughs> indication that you care. Yeah, yeah I, I 100%. I think that's selfish. You're I think catering selfish. to the situation yeah, without actually... Yeah being emotionally involved, which I totally, yeah. yeah, I totally agree with that. That's, thank you for settling my, cause I, I did feel like an asshole a couple of times of like people coming up about their stuff. And I'm like, ah, dude, I just, today is not my day. I just can't do it because also I want to, I want to, I want to end this on that. Cause I, I want to end this on this note. Um, for the people that are wanting the conversation, we discussed about mentally preparing yourself. Like, let me, like, I'm going to yeah. let you know, Hey, Jordan, are you free tonight? I need to talk to you about something. And either you're yes or no. If you say yes, I gave you time to mentally prepare. Yeah. And people think, I've gotten the comment of like, why do you need to mentally prepare? Like, what a, that, doesn't that make it an unauthentic or ungenuine reaction to people's problems? And mm-hmm. I, to counter that, I don't think it does that at all. Because mentally preparing, I'm not thinking of answers I want to tell you. I'm not thinking of um, the ways, because I have no idea what you're going to say. The reason yeah, exactly. the mental preparation comes in of like, okay, you are, you're like, let's say you're having issues with a specific person and you're like, I need to talk to Martin about this. Call me, let me know. And you're like, you give me this, hey, I'm having issues with this person. Talk about later. Cool. I need that time to mentally prepare myself to think about the values and like where I'm coming from and like mm-hmm. my own perspective and my own thoughts and feelings and what I actually think about certain things. Um, to implement that into conversation. It's still genuine. It's still authentic. It's still 100% yeah. me and my opinions, but I don't want to I don't want to react out of obligation and out of anxiety in yeah, conversation. Exactly. So yeah. whenever people like whenever you're listening, there is this there is this feeling of like, oh my god, there's something that like all this weight is on my shoulders because I'm listening to this person's problem and the way I respond is going to affect this person some way somehow, good or bad. So when I when I feel like I have that pressure on and I haven't mentally prepared myself, I'm going to answer out of obligation because I'm not just going to let you just stare at me or like, you know, I'm just not just going to be silent when you're looking for, an, you know, an mm-hmm. input. So I, you, act, you react based on obligation and out of anxiety and those are not your feeling. Like those aren't – those are like little snippets of what you actually feel like but you're reacting in a – the way that you react is like there's like jitters inside me and I can't formulate and articulate what I actually want yeah. to say to somebody yeah. the way if I mentally prepared it or like if I mentally like said it. Because it it's just going to come out 
uh, like I'm an outgoing introvert. I think I'm really, I love people. I love going out and hanging out and meeting new people, but like to hear about my problems and my actual input on life and my perspectives, it's like a little bit, you have to kind of poke and pry a little bit, um, to get like the real root of stuff. I'm like always up open to like tell stories and that kind of thing. But I mean, do you, do you feel like that? Are you like, like, you, cause you're someone who has to like mentally prepare themselves, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, and you want to, you want to answer authentically. Is that Dude, a... I, I 100% agree with that. Like, I think that's exactly right. It's not thinking about, okay, I know, uh, Martin wants to talk to me about a problem he's having with his roommate. I'm not going to go and say, make up all these different scenarios and come up with an answer for each one in case that's what the problem is. <laughs> so yes. I have something at the ready to be like, oh, wait, this is item 34 on my list of what problems he could have with his roommates. Now I know what to say. No, it's not that at all. Mentally prepping or the mental preparation for having one of these conversations is to be like, okay, I know that he's not going to come out of left field with something I'm either not in the correct mindset for, where if I'm at a, you know, I'd like we talked about in that other episode of where, you know, this snippet of conversation is coming from. Go check it out. It's so good. Um, where if I'm in a party mood, I don't want to talk to you about your breakup. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't. Like, I love you and I will, but it can't be right now mm-hmm. because I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be genuine. I'm going to kind of say bland, milk toast things that it's a, a fits all type of response to things. Yeah. Because I don't want to get on that deeper level. Because I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. And so being able to be like, all right, cool. I know something heavy is going to come along. Let me be able to just reiterate what I truly think about myself and my opinions. Let me, you know, build that up so I can give some sort of advice. And be open to any other things that might come into contrary with what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. To be able to be like, yeah, yeah, like, look, I understand that's how you feel. Let's look at this in a different perspective. Let's look at this this way. Let's look at this that way. It could be completely different from how you mentally prepared yourself for this conversation, but you're ready for anything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're you're prepared, which is not doesn't make it like ungenuine, un, unauthentic. I just think if like if someone is better off the cuff, like if I'm like, hey, I'm going through an issue, and I know you're someone who is like needs it right then and there and you mm-hmm. are so you know you're sure of yourself you're important like are important <laughs> you're sure of yourself Thank or, you. like confident blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then and you're someone who like like likes to it needs that response like you're able to give that response without preparation that's amazing and i think i really envy that because if someone's going through an issue and it's news to me like if it's like brand new i I have such like conflicting feelings all the time about how yeah. things and why things are going on and cuz it's out of anxiety that I if I don't mentally prepare I'm going to give you three different answers to a, the same problem and then I'm not no one's I'm not going to be able to help you at all and yeah. like, and none of them could even relate to one another and they all kind of contradict themselves exactly the and it's it's yeah. just like talking in this podcast if we we go a little off the cuff but i have my points if i didn't have my points i don't know where these conversations <laughs> would fucking go i, I didn't have my points yeah like, like if i didn't have my like belt bullet points i would be like and i would be talking about uh things that had no like no one my list <laughs> you don't know how like 
analytical I think about these things. I guess you do, but I mean, you know, if I, I'm just like, ooh, and that's that's why I need to prepare. It's like it's not it's not saying it's just to keep myself on track because I don't want to. I'm an anxious type. I'm going to think of other right. things. I'm going to get off track myself as a listener. So <laughs> I need to be mentally prepared. So you feel great, and I think <laughs> I this think is we, my this is my mental preparation for. For almost cool. I don't know if you could read that, but it says, say, say smart things. <laughs> What's your outline look like today? It just says, say smart, smart things. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. But, oh. Yeah, yeah, look. Mental preparation... To be able to put yourself in the mindset to listen. And yeah, let's, you know, we can end it after this. Um, To be able to put yourself in the mental capacity of hearing something that you're not ready for. And knowing that, okay, something I don't know. I don't know anything about what this conversation is going to be like. This is all going to be brand new news. You know, this is breaking, you know. Exactly. I have to prepare myself to be able to listen as well. And to kind of slow myself down, really think about, okay, don't interject, don't cut them off, let them say what they need to say, so you can actually give a valid and, you know, relatable response, something that has nothing, something, if you say something that has literally nothing to do with what's being asked, or what's being told, what the fuck are you doing there anyway? Why are you talking to me? (laughs) Why am I talking to you? If I'm Mm -hmm. just going to, it's like, I'm having issues with my girlfriend, I'm like, oh, yeah, Bitcoin is down. You're right. Like, what? Come on, man. You have to be in the place of of being able to infer what they're not saying as a part of what they're telling you. You have to be able to read between the lines of what's being said so you can be able to digest the current information and to actually give a good response mm-hmm. to further that conversation. And the more that happens... The more they feel comfortable talking to you, which, great. Now, it's just a back and forth, and the conversation gets deeper and deeper, not just in value, but just actual genuine love for one another Mm -hmm. and respect for one another that you feel comfortable that you can actually say what you're thinking to this other person. Because, dude, if if I don't really know you, and, you know, let's say we just became friends— and you have a problem, and I am the only person available to talk to. And this is something that you have to get off your chest. If you don't know who I am, you're going to hold things back. That's just how it is. That's just how we are as people. And the more I get comfortable with you, the more I'm like, okay, this guy is not going to judge me for what I'm saying. I can give a little bit more than what I was saying at the beginning. And it just makes things more and more clear as you go along, and it actually becomes that productive conversation that you're looking for. And it becomes that communication that we need to actually grow as people instead of just saying how the weather is and going about our day. <laughs> exactly. Because, yeah. But, Dude, yeah. I, I feel like we could... <laughs> you want to keep ranting? Like, we can go on for another hour. No! <laughs> I feel like we could just keep keep going. And uh, But that's the beauty part about all this is, you know, I really... I really hope that when if someone was to listen to this, like you know, it's hard to talk about everything we want to talk about within the time frame that we're trying to right. do this. Um, so if you have any questions, comments, concerns, things we missed, things you want us to discuss, 
uh, please write in to almostcoolpod at gmail.com because we'll do second episodes based on, you know, furthering the topic of what these conversations are. Because I I was thinking about that too. The other day I was like, I was thinking about cutting people off and I was like, that was one of our second or third episode ever. And I was thinking, man, like that's, that perspective is going to change in the future. So yeah. You know, like in the future, we can totally do cutting people off too. You know, so if anyone has any thoughts or opinions based on previous episodes, this episode, want further explanations, further, uh, you want us to dive into something specific, please write in. We would love to hear from you and, uh, yeah, you know, gear, for real. gear it up for real. like that too. But, um, yeah. I hey, think, you yeah. guys, uh, follow us on Instagram, please, at yes. almostcoolpod at gmail.com, or almostcoolpod at gmail.com, <laughs> at almostcoolpod. That's the Instagram handle. Follow Martin, creation underscore of Martin. Follow me, Jordan Hooter underscore. Please also, like, oh, God, it feels so awkward saying this, but please leave a review, leave a like, Mm -hmm. you know, bump us up in that algorithm. You know, uh, we're seeing more and more, like, dude, like, we're getting comments on, you know, Apple Podcasts especially about how much people are loving the podcast, and... You know, I don't know if that's just the uh, the dopamine hit of seeing, like, oh, someone likes us. No, like, it helps us grow. It helps us reach more people. And this is something we want to do for a long time, and we want to talk about as many things as we possibly can and have people involved. So please, if you have anything you want to say, give us a – leave yeah, us something, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. We're always – Totally open. Totally open. Love it. I love you, Jordan. I love, love everyone too, man. Uh, listening. And uh, we'll be back next week. Hell yeah. Every- <laughs> Bye, everybody. I totally (laughs) fucked that up.